You're listening to The Real Enneagram Podcast, a spiritual quest brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. Today we're going to do a soul meditation in order to enact the real shift from our unhealthy ego patterns to the healthy ego patterns which submit to the soul for its leadership. This is more than going from a person making good choices to making better choices. It is more than a shift from bad to good. It is the spiraling of our souls and our egos into a partnership by which the ideals and intentions of the soul placed in us at our making are actually enabled by the ego that serves that soul. This is a matter not of choosing to do the good thing or the bad thing. It is a matter of cooperation and understanding and even empathy between our ego states that would focus on gratification, impulse, our avoidance, our passion, switching those to a new pattern which completely changes the ego pattern. How does it do that? The soul with open arms welcomes the ego who says, what now? How must I proceed? What is it that must be done and must be left undone? What is it, O soul, that I am moving in the world to bring about, to manifest, to express a view? And these questions that our ego asks place it in a servant's role. Yet the soul must have the ego for the logistics of moving in this world and of saving and protecting a would-be 
defenseless a would-be target which is our soul. If we can remember that when we lived in our soul child as a very young child, before the ego became our primary mode of operation, we had no ego drive, no agenda, no need really basically to avoid much and our passions were not really developed. We lived out of purity. Granted, we weren't angels. We could be fussy. We could be obstinate. We could be aggressive. But these primary impulses were driven from biology and from the energy of the new soul. And the soul's giving and receiving of love was the soul child's major expression of the divine. That was a huge expression. But it was the only expression that these young soul children have. And they express that love in nine different ways, which are the holy ideas and the essential aspects, and of course, the virtue. But in the world, those expressions only could not handle our wounds, the harshness, the shame, the punishment, the rejection, and the soul developed what also was just a seed in us, which was our ego. It deferred the soul or our essence deferred to the building of this psychological structure within us that could be our vehicle for moving in this world because it would protect us and it would be a way we could move through the chaos, the demands, the unpleasantries. And it was an image that we could give ourselves that actually was sturdy in all situations we could find ourselves. So 
this thing of the soul or our essence relying on the ego was a natural form of human development. And we find, however, that somewhere in midlife or during a crisis or a shock point or an epiphany or a transformational experience or a build-up of many and many, many forms of pain, we can no longer exist with the ego as the captain of the ship. Though it's world-wise <laughs> and can motivate very well and has its own ways of camouflage and avoidance and being given the upper hand, the ego proves to be only a shell around us that protects the real us. The person at the core, the essence, waiting for expression, waiting for the time to be ripe when it can be the one who leads us through this world with the wisdom of the ego right at hand and the help of the ego right at hand. Today, we will have a short meditation on shifting from the unhealthy ego patterns to those patterns that enlist the soul as our leader, enlist the essence as our primary identity. And no longer do we identify mainly with our false, fragile, outer shell self, but we identify with the beautiful and luminous expression within ourselves of the divine. So relax and allow this brief meditation to set the tone for the day, for the evening, or possibly for the week or longer. The ego says to the soul, I know you are disappointed in me, but I have no other ideas. And our soul says to our ego, I have ideas.
I am connected to the great idea, the great essence, the great wisdom, and we can follow it. Whatever you imagine your ego to be, Possibly it's the outer picture of yourself. Allow that to be in the same room with the core of yourself, the essence of yourself. And that essence is emanating great energy and its luminosity is almost blinding. It is made of an energy that is like a white light. Because it is connected and tethered to the source. And in this same room, allow your ego and your essence to be sitting on the same bench or sofa, whatever piece of furniture can accommodate these two important entities. And imagine what your ego says in submission to your essence. And now allow your essence, that luminosity, take the form of your body and hold that ego close to it. And in the closeness is the union, is the merging of precious expressions of ourselves. No longer one closed off from the other or at odds with the other, but in perfect syntony and union. It is a healing of this separateness we have learned to erect between the different components of our lives. And this major one sets the tone for all our future mergings 
on our journey into wholeness. So as you sit there with your essence having incorporated your ego and all of its hard-won wisdom, all of its dutiful energies and protecting us and giving us a way to defend ourselves. That ego relaxes. No more is it having to strain. No more is it having to stretch to come up with another way, another idea. It relinquishes. It surrenders. Yet it remains... our mechanism and logistics for moving in this world. Under the direction of our essence. So as you allow the union to occur you can now, in your body, if you go to your, your stomach area where these alchemical changes are many times very, very palpable within our bodies, see if you can find, see if you can feel, experience, that wholeness in your body right now. And I leave you there to be able to take this with you into the day or however long. It will remain until you do this again. I'm glad to have been with you. That wraps up another episode of The Real Enneagram, brought to you by the Institute for Conscious Being. If you're interested in furthering these conversations, please reach out to us through our Instagram, at The Real Enneagram. Or, if you're interested in our upcoming trainings or other resources, please visit our website, www.instituteforconsciousbeing.org. Thanks for listening.